recording. Yeah. Well, it's not live, but we are recording episode 47 of Nothing Left to Make Sense of. And I'm Ben. And I'm Alexis. Woo woo. Woo woo. And it's 2022. We've made it to this year. Yikes. And we're going to be really chill about this year. It's going to be great. Yeah. Is this, did you graduate in 2012? From what? High school. <laughs> what do you mean from what? <laughs> no, 20, 2013. Okay. It's my 10 years from oh. high school. Are you, do you have a, a thing to go to this year? Um, I don't know. I think I think someone just has to plan it. Um, Usually, and I don't know if... it'd be like the student body president of your senior year. Okay. Senior class. I was the student body president, but was... Oh, so you're planning it. I was impeached. No, I was impeached. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I didn't know that. Did I know that? (laughs) I think you did. I've talked about it. I don't know. That's so funny. Why were you impeached? (laughs) What did you do? I know your opinions are controversial. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I uh, was involved in... A physical altercation, if you will. Oh yes, yes. I yes, do think yes. I, I mushed someone, um, <laughs> and that is not presidential behavior. Now, ten years later, I can see. It took ten years for me to see that that was not okay. But mm-hmm. about nine years, for nine years, I thought it was perfectly fine <laughs> and felt some type of way about <laughs> it. But no, yeah, I, uh, I got, I got a little angry in a situation. Which I still stand justified because all I did was mush her. I did not punch her, yeah. as was reported. The um, false media stories were a bit much. Fake but news. I have, yeah, tons of fake news surrounding that um, story. But sadly, I was impeached about <laughs> about two months until oh the end God. of my term. So. Until the end of the term. So <laughs> like some random March. person. <laughs> wow. So whoever, did they even put anyone in charge for the last two months? I mean, there's not a lot going on, right? Yeah, I th- I think the vice president technically gets to do right. it, right? So they have to plan the party. Right, so I was like, shout out to you. So I basically got to, you know, have all the glory. I won the vote mm-hmm. um, and had all the glory. I obviously went down in flames, but I was still valedictorian. So I still got to speak at graduation, which they were like, you don't get to speak at graduation. And I was like, haha, <laughs> I do. Did you incorporate that in your speech? I should have. You should have laughed at them. Yep, I should have said, they tried to stop me from speaking here today. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to hear me speak today, but I'm here. I just here. embarrassed my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm like, I did it, and I'm still here. Power, you, you can be powerful in multiple ways, kids. Um, damn, I wish I could go back. That'd be hilarious. If, you have a, if, someone, if they do a reunion, you got to play into this when you show up, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, be really aware of the fact that you were impeached when you show up. <laughs> I did it first. I was the first impeached president. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't Honestly, it might have been. Well, I mean, at, for my class. Oh, well, that's was... for your high school? I'm sure. For yes. my high school, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be true. Yes. But yeah, 10 years ago, wild. So you'll feel how I feel next year. Hopefully. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, my friend, uh, who's like a year older than me, um, well, it's Hans. I, you know him. Yeah. Um, he keeps telling me how it's all downhill from 27. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I'm loving 28. Oh, so he, he should know that 28. Know. Yeah. It's on him, actually, that it's downhill. Yes. You're gets, getting more powerful, if anything. Yes. I'm coming into it. I'm realizing my power. And y'all better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Okay. 
It's, yes. It's 2022, and we had a little holiday break. I don't have any stories from the holidays, but it was nice to be with family, even with some Omarion going on. Yes. Um, but plans. Yeah, great, great stuff. I'm trying to think if there's any fun, like, gifts to talk about, but no, there's not. <laughs> That's not to say I didn't love all the gifts, but it's just like, I got stuff, and I gave yeah. people stuff. Gift giving is not my love language, so I don't, I'm not good at it, but it's fun. Yeah, I think it used to be my love language, but now it's just quality time. Mm-hmm. I think the older I get, um, I bought myself some stuff because you know it's my birthday. True. Um, I bought myself two pair of Birkenstocks because I live two in a pair. warmer climate, so I'm like I can wear Birkenstocks all year. Wow, are they like the classic ones? And then yeah, the Arizona style. Um, so not the, so I don't know if those are the classic, but the two straps. So not the ones that like cover your feet, which would make sense for winter, but I mm-hmm. didn't want those. Um, so I'm just wearing them with socks, Berks and socks, gotcha, socks, gotcha. And, socks and stocks. That's what it is. There you go. Socks and stocks. <laughs> Berks and stocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but let's get into... What has happened in the last, has it been like almost a month since we've chatted? Yeah, at least a month, I would say. Okay, cool. If I had to to make a statement on this, that would be my statement. But you don't have to. You don't have to make a statement. Thank goodness, I was worried. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, what you got here? Okay, so I guess we'll get out the sad stuff first. We had a couple Mm -hmm. deaths in Mm -hmm. (laughs) a couple seasons. Like they were mine, sorry. No, um... Some famous people passed away um, at the end of 2021 and the yeah. beginning of 2022. Uh, Desmond Tutu, mm-hmm. he passed away. He had some, like, I really liked him. I listened to a few books of his. He had some, I think, not hot takes, but to everyone else they would be hot. But I think he had some good takes Yeah. Um, that maybe people didn't realize and don't take seriously. Um, also, the beloved Betty White passed away on New Year's Eve. Very unfortunate yes. not to make it to 100 or to 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty tough. Um, I did see a TikTok of <laughs> mm-hmm. a girl making like 2022 predictions, and the first thing on her list was uh, Betty White dies. <gasps> and so everyone is like, you prophesied this, <laughs> like you predicted this. And so, and the rest of her list is pretty funny. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go find it and send it to you. But um, I can't think of it off top. It was, it started with a few, like, like the queen dies, Betty White dies, and someone else that's, like, old. So it was kind of, like, oh. that's a reasonable prediction. Yeah, um, I was like, is that prophesying? She's 99, like. Right. That's kind of what she said. But it is really funny how she, like, did not seem concerned. And she did a follow-up video showing her list again. And she crossed out Betty White dies. And everyone was oh. like. You're crossing this out like a to-do list. <laughs> like, you can't do that. <laughs> it was really no. funny. And she was very unbothered, which I thought was really funny. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not with the predictions of ending people's lives. That's, yeah. That's not something else. It's I'll a dangerous ever. game to play. Yeah. Because how do you feel? Do you feel accomplished? You shouldn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you feel like, ooh, I was right. Like, ooh, no. point for me. <laughs> I did it. Yikes. Yeah. Um, and Sydney Portier. Mm-hmm. Portier? Portier? He passed. He was the first black man to win a uh, Oscar for Best Actor. Yeah. Um, and as everyone knows, I love the movie. So yeah, it's really like our sad. whole thing. Yeah, it's like literally my whole thing. Um, it's 
still pretty flabbergasted by the amount of people I've run into that haven't seen like very well-known franchises and make me seem like I'm like some obscure movie aficionado aficionado I can't say that um mm-hmm. but I'm not these are very basic <laughs> <laughs> movies <laughs> that everyone in the world has seen except for you so you're the weird one not me you're right but um <laughs> But yeah, he was in um he was in like the original Guess Who, um, you know, big things like Raisin in the Sun. He was a play actor, really paved the way for like a lot of um black men in film and television and plays and theater. So really sad. He I think he also was ninety nine. Oh really? Okay. So another Let me see. <coughs> I don't remember. I know he was in his nineties. Ooh, they don't do the math for me super quick. Uh, no, he was 92. Okay. 94? Um, 94. <laughs> I don't know. I you're re- are you not reading a thing? No, I wasn't. I was doing the math in my head. Oh, I was like, <laughs> is it telling you different things? <laughs> no, um, he was born in 27. He died in 22. So either 94 or 95, depending on the day. Yeah, the 94. Month. Okay. 94. He was born in February. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. No, that's sad. Yeah. I mean, it's because it did feel like it was all like it was very grouped up right in a row. And they say things come yeah. in threes because yeah. obviously like every year you have celebrity deaths. Um, but these were definitely some beloved ones. And yeah. like right back to back, it felt like mm-hmm. so that's sad. He was literally groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly. It's it's like we live in such a great time, I think. Like we're people who are like icons, you know, we've been alive when they've been alive. So it's kind of nice that we get to like share air with some of these people, even though I've never come into contact <laughs> with any of them. But Yeah, sharing air makes it feel like you've been in the same room. At, like, <laughs> but at like least. literally the air, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The air. Um, it's all the same air out there. Yeah, it is. It will never uh, get okay. any more, and we're making it dirty. We are. <laughs> Speaking of air, let's get into the CDC. Yeah. Um. So they've been under fire for basically shortening the quarantine time because Delta, the airline, mm-hmm. not the virus, asked them to. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> like it's the least you could do after you named the whole strain after us. Yes. Um. And that's wild. I also seen some TikToks and like tweets of people being on airplanes saying they have COVID and being like, oh, shush. I felt that, I that uh, we have yeah. on someone's phone. Someone was like, you should airdrop that to the whole plane. <laughs> yes, I would have. I would have hit the um, flight attendant light yeah. and like ding, ding. Um, hey, they have COVID. <laughs> and she and I have a picture of it. She can't lie. Can't lie. <laughs> like, Test them. Test these people. <laughs> wild but yeah um that's uh, i think that's super crazy that Mm -hmm. capitalism is winning um yeah and at first i thought it was at first i was skeptical of it being like well they just need essential workers and healthcare workers to like be able to get to work because they just they literally didn't have like people to work and the amount of time it took to like get a test and go through the quarantine was like you wouldn't be at work for a month or whatever it was um, and so at first I was already like, oh, this is kind of a bad, like they're doing this more for like getting people working again and less for safety, which is still mm-hmm. capitalism because people are working. But yeah. when the Delta Airlines thing was out, it's like, oh, literally it's like a corporation said, we need the money to do this. Yeah. 
And aren't they all in Atlanta, right? The CDC definitely is. Um, Delta corporate headquarters. I think so. Oh, we have a thing right here that we can search on. Um, <laughs> Delta headquarters, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. So they just were like getting lunch. How do I know that. They were just getting lunch across the street, and they were like, "Oh, maybe you do this for us." And they're like, "You know what? Why not? This conversation will never get out." <laughs> we keep telling them to the trust us. <laughs> quote this. That'd be so. I would laugh so hard if a quote. From like a scandal was like quote this conversation will never get out <laughs> it's like in the new york times oh my goodness but yeah wild 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 um also related to that my job basically was like yeah we shouldn't come in but then immediately was like hey we need you to come in so mm. i was like this is the worst and then you lied and then <clears throat> yeah you and then you know how everyone's getting like these tests texts like hey I was around somebody who was around somebody who was around somebody. Yeah. And I'm just like, we're all just going to get sick. So we just probably shouldn't be around each other. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm still really hoping I, I don't ever get it. But I know that's yeah. going to be difficult. But that really is, yeah. like, my goal would be to never get it. But Yeah. And then I, I agree. Same. Like, at this point, it's like, this is the only thing. It's like a game, which sounds horrifying. But mm. <laughs> it's like the only thing I have going. <laughs> but also, like, whenever you get tested, because I got tested when I came back from Michigan, um, on the results, it says, like, you don't have COVID at the time of the test and only the time of the test. So right now, you mm-hmm. may have it, but just letting you know that at this specific time, when you were tested, you didn't have it. So it's so silly because it's, like, it's an airborne virus. So it's literally, like, just walking outside could, you know, yeah, could get you, which I don't think people realize. I don't know. Or is it only in bodies? Is that the only way it can get to person to person? Or is it just in the air? I don't know. how. I thought it was actually, I thought they initially thought air, but it's, I mean, it's specifically like water droplets. Okay. So it's not air. Okay. See, I thought it was like, I mean, but water droplets in the air, you know. Okay. But that's why the mask, like specifically is designed to stop like your spit basically when you're talking to people. Right. From passing that way. Yeah. But so if I were to just go outside, let's say someone is walking down the street, Mm -hmm. they don't know they have COVID, but they have COVID and they don't have a mask on Mm -hmm. and they walk down a street at 10. I walk down a street at 10.05 without also without a mask. Hmm. Is there their water droplets are essentially still in the air? I feel like it'd be very difficult for you to get it that way. I I feel I don't know. I'm not Mr. CDC, but I feel like (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at this point. We're all pretty qualified, don't you think? I do. Um, <laughs> you're right. I should be more confident about this. Um, yeah, don't I, tell yourself to write. Yeah. I feel like you really do have to be, like, within a room that someone's sick and, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's got to be a time, not a time limit, but, like, the longer you're there, the more likely you're going to get it, you know? So, like, I would think passing an area where a person was isn't enough after that know. amount of time, definitely. I think, okay. like, any water droplets that had it wouldn't be like up around your face where you would get it okay okay that's fair because i was about to talk about somebody who's very mad at their family member but i'll leave that out of the <laughs> podcast okay because <laughs> they were like you did this and i was like ah, I, yeah. I i don't think they were like searching for it you know but it is what it is but speaking of workers and all that fun stuff the new very pro-police um mayor of New York said some 
un unnice, not nice things about low skilled workers, or he called people low skilled workers, and essentially equated their entire value to the planet Earth to being nothing because they work at a Dunkin' Donuts, which is mm-hmm. a hot take. Because I was a barista for two weeks, and that shit is hard as hell. And um, yeah. They're, they have way more skills than I technically do. And also, just like your job doesn't dictate your worth. And I think we should step away from that because I feel like that's how a lot of people feel. And it doesn't. It's just a job that you're doing to, you know, continue to murder the planet. I think we're all equally contributing to the end of it, the world. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, even if you want to get into the argument of it being different skills, like calling it yeah. low skilled. Different. Yes, they are different. Um, but yeah, not, I don't know what would equate it to being lower. Like there right. may be lower valued, but I don't think they're for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said maybe <laughs> they are, they're valued, uh, lower, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think we all like, they, they were once called essential and now they're just being called low. And I just think that's wild how we've, how far we've come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, cause I feel like also before the pandemic, they were not called essential they were just ignored or were called low or like it's like embarrassing to be like if you ask them what they do for a living and it's like Mm -hmm. oh they work at like even if you're like the manager of like a dunkin donuts like the the goal is for corporate jobs and i think i'm sure there are people in in every field that are Mm -hmm. that are not skilled and like doing the job and kind of getting away with it i feel like it's easier to be not doing much in a corporate environment if you're I was like, just about to say, I know a ton of people. Yeah. So if you're if you're at, like to say if you're working in more of the essential skilled bucket that we were just talking generally here, mm-hmm. your day to day is probably filled with you doing more skilled things than a corporate person on average. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. It just feels that way. Having yeah, been more no. in the corporate world, I mean, I worked retail type jobs and food type mm-hmm. jobs in high school, but like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Like, I was talking to Nia. Um, and she was just like, I just want to, like, quit, like, you know, win the lottery and quit and, like, work at Trader Joe's. And I was like, that sounds horrific, like, <laughs> <laughs> to me. I was like, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I saw something that was, um, it was kind of like a hot take, I guess. It was a tweet, I think, and it was talking about, like, getting past the idea that um, a lot of artists have, like, rich parents or, like, famous parents whether that's like acting or painting or whatever, like it just happens Mm -hmm. to be like a lot of overlap there. And the idea was like looking past the point of like privilege and the fact that like they can go be an artist because they have like inherited money. Mm -hmm. The point was like, if it were, if money wasn't an object and you could do whatever, so many people seem to gravitate towards like art and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, if I won the lottery and didn't have to work, like maybe I would write a book (laughs) or like maybe I would like do something more artistic and fulfilling and like, or, you know, we'll just go uh, be in a field eating fruit, like what you always say before yeah. they made the stock market. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Alexander Hamilton, did he do that? <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he created like the banks and credit systems or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. That led he, to the stock market. Honestly, he was like 17. Why are we like... Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why are we following, like, a 17-year-old? That would be unheard of. Like, mm-hmm. it's only because they live to be, like, 25. Like, why are, like... All the founding fathers uh, were young. Yes, and definitely and didn't know made, what they were doing. Yeah, and then made weird rules, like, you have to be 35 to be president. Who was 35? Yeah, were y'all weren't 35. 35? <laughs> I don't want to say, like, I mean, yeah. 
I'm sure. I don't know. I'm just talking, but still. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, he said uh, they didn't have the academic skills to sit in corporate offices. And I think there's a lot of true things because sitting in a corporate office mm -hmm. is the main thing that we do, I would say. Mm -hmm. Like, like I think that is the main skill is just sitting. Like, they don't know how to sit all day because they're, they're on their feet all day. So I think that's true. Um, yeah, but I think... Uh, I'm kind of upset that this guy was elected mayor. I think it was like representation politics. Like, mm. oh, it's a black guy. He's on our side, which I don't know why we have not learned that that's not true yet. Um, yeah. But I think we just have a long way to go as far as like politicians anyway. Um, they all suck. Let's see. What <laughs> else do I have? Uh, oh, ranch. So <laughs> oh, I yeah, just yeah. wanted to ask you. This is not, you know, important at all. But do you eat chicken tenders with ranch? Um, not, no. Like, I have before, but I, I don't think it's ever, like, my go-to. Okay. Because I think that's wild. I was, like, watching, um, like, an Eat the Menu. Have you seen those, like, the Try Guy thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they got chicken tenders, and they came with honey mustard, and they were like, what is this? Oh, I like the honey mustard. Exactly. I was like, that's what you eat chicken tenders with, not ranch. I don't think ranch is a chicken tender sauce. And I was just kind of uh, taken yeah. aback by the by the dread that they were displaying <laughs> on camera by honey mustard being presented to them. I feel like bars do like ranch as a side a lot. And chicken but wings come like with ranch. Chicken lot. wings? Because it but has tenders. another sauce. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. tenders are tenders dry. Tenders are dry. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why oh, you know what's good? Um, Canes. With <laughs> 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 if you want real good chicken tenders and sauce, you get Canes and you dip it in the Cane sauce, which I think is a mixture of ketchup and ranch and spices. So, that No, that sauce is good. It's just that it's the only sauce that it bothers me. But like... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to bring Canes back up because yeah. I, I love... <laughs> but maybe my favorite thing of our podcast was the Canes part. Every time, it's it always is flabbergasting that they have a successful restaurant with one item. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just, um, just, and their fries are bad, and their toast is good because it's toast. But because it's, <laughs> it's toast, <laughs> and they have sweet tea. And like, if you do get southern sweet tea, well, I don't, there's canes in the south, right? Ah, I don't know. I mean, it originated different. in Louisiana. Didn't we look this up? We must have. It's we sweet. absolutely must have. Um, found it. Um, yeah, Baton Rouge. Yeah. So yeah, so but I, I've only I, seen them in the West, right? In the in Midwest, Ohio. They're <laughs> yeah. big in the Midwest. I feel like they're not in Michigan, right? Um, I don't remember ever seeing one in Michigan. No, I've never. I don't think there's one in Indiana, or at least there wasn't one like around college. I didn't have one. I'm just gonna Google Raisin Cane's location. Just pull the map. Let's get a Raising Cane sponsorship, is what I'm saying. I think so. If they can successfully convert me, I think that's fair. Okay, let's see. Oh, they do have some out here. Their places. Um, yeah. I don't know how we got on that, but yes. Chicken tenders. <laughs> that's my stuff. Oh, chicken tenders, yes. Um, okay. Um, Djokovic, tennis player. Gotcha. Now, I don't, don't think he's ever said – have you heard about all this that's going on with him? I've seen it, but didn't care enough to click on the mm -hmm. link. It's something about uh, people being upset, and then he, did, he Ooh, didn't get vaccinated. Upset. I don't know. Yeah, so he's never – I don't believe he's ever outwardly said he's unvaccinated, but he's – whenever it's been brought up, he 
like kind of avoids it and kind of makes it be like oh everyone like has their own right to their opinion of what they want to do and like Mm -hmm. he didn't seem to like the whole idea of like the uh, tennis tour being vaccine mandated Mm. um so australian open it is like right now and he originally wasn't gonna be able to go because that made it that kind of like out of it as like clearly he's not vaccinated because he's not able to play uh in the australian open because the country is like very strict and does a good job with having like low covid deaths and i feel like still low cases overall Mm -hmm. um and they're very strict about it so like he wasn't gonna be able to play he's the number one tennis player in the world like men's number one tennis player so and djokovic fans I will say, like, Djokovic is very polarizing. People either love him and defend everything he does, or people hate him and hate that he wins so much. Mm. I don't like him. Um, so <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> but so he he then gets, like, a exemption to be able to play and, and travel down there and play, which I thought was kind of... I assumed they were going to test him every day, but it felt weird. It, it already felt like, oh, he's getting special treatment because he's number one, like, he has to go play. But then apparently his team... Uh, like sent in the wrong visa because it's a different visa for vaccinated and not vaccinated essentially mm-hmm. and so he got like detained and was going to be deported and people are not happy they're like he can do whatever he wants and I'm like again he can do whatever he wants but Australia can be like we have laws and rules and yeah. we're not changing them for you <laughs> and like your visa's wrong it got denied you have to leave the country like you can't get in he was and some people are complaining that like his conditions were awful and like he stayed in a tiny room. Well, I mean, like, he was at an Australian airport essentially being detained, just like anyone who came in yeah. with a bad visa. Like, it's not like, again, I don't think he should get special treatment to be, like, put in a hotel somewhere or, like, whatever. Right. I mean, just yes. The, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, all I was going to say is my. I didn't want to make the point, like, I still want to make the point that if the locations are inhumane, then, yes, that's a problem. But yeah. it's, it's not like regular people traveling there or like refugees or immigrants traveling there. Like they get put in those conditions. Why would he not get put in those conditions? Yes, change the conditions. But the special treatment thing is weird to me. Yeah, no, I was just about to say the yeah. same thing. Like, okay. the, the problem is not him being in <laughs> bad yeah. conditions. It's just the bad conditions. Yeah. But um, Exactly. Yeah. And so some people, I mean, again, like his fans are all protesting and mad about it and want him to like be able to play. I think they still want him to be able to play. Some other tennis players, I can't tell if they are saying he should be able to play or they're just hitting that inhumane aspect and being like, how they're treating him isn't right. Like, mm. one of them was saying, like, he donated a bunch of money to Australia during, like, the, the wildfires there, which is so. a super nice thing to do. But again, like, <laughs> he still is just how the country is operating. Like, I, I don't think that gives him a pass. I, again, if he's saying, like, he should be able to play. I definitely don't think so. If they're saying he did a lot of nice things for the country and you're treating him bad, it's like, well, but this is how they do it. Like for everybody that comes through the country, like why would they change it for him? Right. Like visas. Yeah. What? I don't. Know. I don't okay. know. So that's my People thing with are that. Weird. Yeah. Um, and that's all about stuff. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, sport related, um, tangential sports. So Antonio Brown. Um, like had a big show where he he took off his uniform and pads and ran off in the middle of a play in the middle of a game to the locker mm-hmm. room and like they cut him from the team and the only thing i'm bringing up is like it's like a weird kind of like funny dramatic scandal moment but also i'm pretty sure it's related to cte that's kind of yeah. what tom brady was hinting at and other people have said like 
he's had kind of a more extreme personality in the past like couple of years and I think every I think like every player that they've looked for signs of CTE like 99% have had at least some signs of CTE in the ones that they've checked mm. um, and it just like so it's just it happens all the time and usually it leads to personality change and like extreme behavior and it seems like that's what's happening so it's like a yeah. weird situation where when I and I, it's one of those things where I see people make memes of it and I do I do think memes can be done in like bad situations and like certain aspects of dark humor can be okay but it's also like I hope that we're not just going to be like man that's that's wild that he did that and then he just like nothing good comes out of it you know what I mean yeah no I totally know what you mean I 100% agree it's like something is clearly going on with him mm -hmm. and the fact that the team in the organization aren't willing to help him especially like as they devote their whole lives to this um is is kind of upsetting and i think like people who mm -hmm. like football like are like mad at him and like you don't do that and i'm like he's clearly not okay like <laughs> just like you know whatever and yeah. then like did you hear about like him saying like his ankles broken essentially and they were like forcing him to play mm -hmm. which is um, pretty common Right, Athletes. which I was like, oh, that's not even, like, a far-fetched yeah. thought. And people are still like, you, you just don't walk off the field. And it's like, you have to take care of your body because that is literally how, like, that's his job is his body. So, like, if yeah. he's uncomfortable, then it shouldn't even have been a question, I don't think. But, yeah, I was like, why are we mad at him and not the NFL and the team and the mm -hmm. people in charge? Like, he's – like, his job is to play football, but their job is to take care of their players. So, to yeah. me, anyway, I don't know, but – and I really don't get how with CT and with the way like the NFL treats players and everything, like football's got to be on the way out. If you know, like I, I can't imagine yeah. being a parent and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna put my kid into football." And like, I, I think a lot of football players that are doing it, either it's like it's their way towards getting out of poverty for a lot of them, or like, yeah, <laughs> a lot of them you can set up like a career after even after football if you become like a analyst or sportscaster or whatever, mm -hmm. coach. So. I get that aspect of it, but it's just like, it's so dangerous to play it and it doesn't seem like you get any support from the organizations yeah. around it. So, Which just brings us back to capitalism. People capitalism. are just trying to make money. <laughs> exactly. And they're hurting themselves, killing themselves. Right. Yeah. And then it's just like the violence aspect of it. I think the amount of like football players who have then commit mm -hmm. violent acts is like the correlation is like too high for me to be like why are we not you know noticing this yeah um but nothing is being done so exactly go football go okay football. okay um <laughs> oh and last thing and then we'll get into our main topic which yeah will be fun we promise yeah. um <laughs> yeah well, this has been a pretty sad opening yeah but i think this is funny <laughs> i think so the pope and i like this pope uh, you know, compared to other popes. <laughs> he, he had some good stuff, but he said that opting for pets over children is selfish and takes away our humanity, which is not a surprising take from the Catholic Church because they are all about, like, you have kids. Like, that's a thing that people do, or, like, that Catholics do, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, you, but you do. You it. have to do it. <laughs> it's just so funny to be like, oh, you have a dog? Pretty selfish. <laughs> you're, you're not having a kid? How dare you? And it's like... right. You, like, take a look around at, like, reasons not to have children and why, like, we, even if, yeah, I feel like even if our generation wants to have kids, like, I think I'll probably have kids, but it's, like, 
we're not in a position to have kids. Like, right. we can't just have children and expect to be able to live a good life. So, like... Right, and then they'd be mad at us yeah, for having kids and not being able to afford it. And it's like, that's not my fault. It's not my fault at all. <laughs> and, it, yeah, I don't like how he made it sound like not being a father or a mother, like, takes away part of our humanity and diminishes us. Because I feel like you don't have to... First of all, you don't have to even give birth to kids to be a father or mother figure to yes. children. And then some people can't. Exactly. And don't. Which excludes a lot of people. Yeah. And then don't. And then also don't want to. And then also, yeah. Yeah. What a weird, like, is, I mean, I guess, is our whole purpose here to just make more people? I mean, I guess as, like, (laughs) as, I think any species, like, survival is part of it, right? (laughs) Which is, like, you survive and then you pass on genes to survive. Um, so I guess like on that basis, yeah, but I do think there's more and more, maybe our brains have developed too much where we can be, um, like existential and cynical now to the point of being like, yeah. eh, we don't need to survive <laughs> nihilistic. Cause there, I mean, not, not, I mean, not, not even in like a, I don't know, I'm not trying to make it depressing, but I'm saying there are people that are like, like humanity has done a lot of bad things. So yeah. I don't think that means like humanity should end. But it definitely is like why until, maybe until things are getting better, does it make sense to like continue to increase our population? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I have. So this is off topic. Maybe not. I've seen this post and I don't know if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like if we can feed nine billion animals, why can't we feed like a, like seven billion people? Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I think technically, well, for one, there's like, there is enough food, but it's not distributed. And then I've also seen people make up the comment that like, there are more edible things that people aren't eating that like would help. And people pointed to like a lot of different fruits and vegetables that people just don't eat, but you can grow, um, but Mm -hmm. isn't like, you know, like fast food, basically. Or um, I've even heard the take of like eating bugs and how bugs keep their protein really well like there's a lot of protein for a small size thing and like there's tons of bugs so like it's not too far-fetched to think that that would need to be like a food source at some point which if you've seen um uh snowpiercer like they they they, i think it was a oh it was um it was one of those um what's the youtube channel that does like a real uh bug scientist looks at movies with bug scenes you know what i mean Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one of those. And I really liked the the guy that was like this, uh, there's a name for it, but bug scientist. He did two videos. He was such a good teacher and like so enthusiastic about it that it made it really fun. So I recommend those videos. But um, yeah, I think it was the Snowpiercer scene, which spoiler for Snowpiercer, a great movie, uh, Bong Joon-ho. Um, entomologist. Entomologist, yes. Um, in the movie Snowpiercer, uh, they are eating these like protein bricks. It's like literally like, a jello brick that like all the lower class like that's the lower class people in the train they eat that mm-hmm. and it's revealed later in the movie that it's just bugs that they're eating like like uh cooked and like formed into this protein brick mm-hmm. and so the entomologist was saying like that's not he wasn't saying like it's not far-fetched but he was basically saying like that's actually a really good food source and if you were like on a train with limited food you would could survive off that and then he transitioned that into like that more people probably should be eating bugs as we have like issues with um like the 
the meat production and everything and how that relates to climate control. And so like bugs might be a thing we eat. I don't know. How do I get on this tangent? <laughs> oh, I was just oh, asking. Oh, feeding animals. Yeah. Yeah. Feeding animals. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously there's enough food. I think mm -hmm. overpopulation is a myth personally. Um, mm -hmm. don't, I don't have any science behind this, but, uh, I see a lot of empty buildings and I see a lot of people on the street. So I know simple math, but, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows? I don't <laughs> anyway, let's get on to fun things. Yeah. Yeah. Also, did you see don't look up? Oh no, I haven't seen don't look up. Okay. Okay. Speaking of climate control. That's a pretty sad movie. Okay. <laughs> it seems like it'd be so frustrating. <laughs> it's, I think, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think that's the the humor, and it's obviously a satire. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. A lot of people didn't think it was funny, and I was like, oh, so you're one of those people. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm like, if you didn't think it was funny, you didn't get it, which one means you're a part of the problem. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what, watch it in three years. Let me know. Okay, perfect. Right on the time for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, yeah, that movie. It's happening right now. Like, there's one like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember those movies. All right. Uh, you want to introduce? Sure, yes. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, which came out, like, on Christmas, and we've both seen. And mm -hmm. we're definitely going to spoil it. I'm even – do we even want to, like, avoid spoilers at first, or should we just be like, like, this is a movie that you don't want to get spoiled, so if you haven't seen it yet you are listening to this. You should stop this and go see it, I think. Yeah, we could just spoil it. Okay. It's been an enough time. Yeah, that's true. It has been a few weeks. I think we're right. Some movies like this get like, I forget, like I think Avengers Endgame had like a two-week, like a unspoken rule of like a window of time to let people mm -hmm. see it before you outright spoil it. Yeah. And I, I feel like we're outside of that, kind of, so. Yeah, because people were like immediately spoiling it, I think. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> were. I and so that's why I was like, oh, I just need to go see this movie now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I risked my life, everyone. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, well, let's talk about it, because we both really liked it, yeah? <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about it, but yes, I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair assumption. I actually quite enjoyed it. I think it was really fun. Yeah. And you don't even like comic book movies or superhero movies. They're not my favorite. I, I won't say that I don't like them, but... I liked this one. Okay. Why do you want to go into like why, or should we just go through some of the parts of the movie we liked first? Why I like this one, or why yeah. I don't like them? why you like oh. this one? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I feel like we talked about. We it. have um, talked about why you don't like them. <laughs> uh, no, you 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 do the conversation. I think you're good at like reviewing movies, and I'm just like, this is what I like. So <laughs> <can> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I think. So this is the third Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, and there's been three Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans and two Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans. Mm -hmm. And this movie was definitely a nostalgia trip. And so again, spoiler, but like in the trailer, they show that the villains from those older movies, uh, franchises are like coming into the Marvel movies, the, the Tom mm -hmm. Holland ones. And later in the film, it is revealed that also coming back is, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and yeah. which is awesome. I think, like as a lover of those original movies too, it's like the I, I can't even really complain about any anything that was kind of off about this one because it's just so much fun and nostalgia and like heartwarming moments that mm -hmm. I'm just on board. 
Um, I do think like the beginning of the movie was kind of like not slow, but it's just like more of like the Tom Holland Spider Man stuff that they've been doing, and mm-hmm. the moment I, w- I was trying to think, maybe even the moment Willem Dafoe because he's so good in this movie as Green Goblin, the moment he shows up at uh, Aunt May's um, shelter, and in that moment up until and then like his uh, betrayal. And then for sure when the Spider-Man show up, it's like a change. Like you can kind of feel the movie changing from like what typically happens with um, the MCU stuff into a like very classic Spider-Man fun, like multiple Spider-Man doing Spider-Man things. And it just becomes such like a fun thrill ride from uh, the moment the villains like really betrayed Tom Holland. Yeah. I agree. I agree with all of that. I I think, and I didn't even realize this, but I missed the, like, uh, Spider-Man is super smart. Like, Mm. I don't feel like they really dug into that with Tom Holland. Because they kind of made him seem kind of aloof and, like, silly. Yeah, I think, so I can talk about that, too, if you want. Yeah, Yeah, go for it. Because they did do a smart thing with with, um, Marvel did, because we didn't get, like, an origin of this Spider-Man, but it's because we had seen multiple origin stories already and of multiple Spider-Man before. So we kind of just, if you remember, well, I guess I don't know how many of these you've seen at this point, but... I think I've seen all of Spider-Man movies. Okay. So what it's, happened, like... It's not as, like... I don't know. It's just, like, your neighborhood, you know, superhero. Yes, like, I, yes. I, can, I can get with that. Exactly. Um, the neighborhood's in peril, not the world. <laughs> yeah. I love that about Spider-Man. Um... But I think they brought him in with the Avengers, and it was like he was already superpowered, so we didn't see his origin story. So you, a lot of his origin story is like he was a super smart scientific kid, yeah. and like had to figure out how to like make a lot of his costume and web shooters and all that stuff. Um, my biggest like complaint with these, because I like the Spider-Man MCU movies, but it always felt like it wasn't like a true Spider-Man story. It was like. He was already doing stuff with Tony Stark. He was basically rich because he had all the stuff Tony Stark gave him and, like, didn't have to do, like, a job, didn't have to do, like, as much local neighborhood Spider-Man stuff because he was, like, wrapped up in Endgame and Avengers stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And he got blipped. And he got blipped. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wait. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. They talked about that, right? The, the people coming back yeah, yeah. they did i think so, it was actually the second spider-man movie was the first one back. after endgame yeah. where they talk about people are back off topic yeah. i don't remember did so all those high school kids aged five years right yeah yeah so are they all that see this is i'm i'm losing it now they, so why are they all going to the college at the same time if some of them... They, they were all, all blipped. They, they were all blipped. Okay, yeah. thank you. Because they, like, they, like... no, <laughs> they make a joke... No, you're good. joke in the movie of, like, a new kid in their class was, like, 12 when, like, they used to know him as, like, someone's younger brother or something. Like, he was 12-year-old, and now he's, like, in their class with them because he didn't get blipped. Okay, okay, thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no problem. Okay, so what I wanted to touch on too with the the yeah the Tony Stark thing and so this movie like we haven't had Tony Stark in the last movie but now he's like he's more in New York he doesn't have like a mentor figure 
Um, I'm really excited about where the movie ends because it, it feels like we finally, like after a lot of good buildup and story progression of these three movies with Tom Holland, mm-hmm. you kind of get to the point of like, he's kind of on his own in New York, how most of the Spider-Man stories go where he has like learned about consequences of great responsibility, like the classic line. Mm-hmm. He has kind of grown up with that tragedy and now he's still, it's like willing to be a, a hero and he's like made his own suit. He has his own apartment. He, he does, he's not like relying on Tony Stark and all that. And like wrapped up in that, like he was kind of just like another Iron Man. Cause he had the, the, the suit that had like Iron Man type powers to it, you know? Right. Um, so it's, I'm really excited that it gets to that point where he can be like a local neighborhood Spider-Man um, again. Do you think they'll do a fourth one? I'm pretty sure he's signed on for another trilogy, actually. An, or at least oh. another three movies, whether they do a trilogy. Let me see. Um, Spider-Man. Because these are good movies, I yeah. say. I think they're fun. I think he looks like a teenager, even though he is not anymore. He's like, what, 25? <laughs> yeah. But when they started, he was. so, And he still looks like a, chi- a child. Yeah. A very young child, actually, which is funny. Um <laughs> true yeah <laughs> he looks very young uh but yeah it was so nice like i agree i think the beginning story of like them not getting into mit and i was like oh crime your river it's just a college but yeah it know, was I'm, very dramatic for that <laughs> i was like relax but um but yeah that like him being unmasked was kind of crazy and scary mm-hmm. i really like the doctor strange element um to it I think that was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Willem Dafoe, so scary. The he's, scariest he's so good. villain mm-hmm. because he doesn't have, like, an agenda. He just has, like, chaos in yeah. mind. And I was like, that is good, you know? Like, because we've been having all these, like, anti-hero movies. And I'm just like, that's cool. Like, I get it, humanity. But it is kind of nice to just be like, okay, this guy is just bad to be bad. And that's also, like... I think the scariest thing someone can do is just, like, there's no rhyme or reason to why they're evil. <laughs> they just are. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I think it was, like, cool to see all the older um, villains. Um, I didn't really uh, – I, like, they had the little Spider-Man meme moment. That was mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, they had a lot of nice little references and Easter yeah. egg type stuff. I really liked the um, – when uh, – I was about to say Peter Parker. They're all Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. When uh, Tobey Maguire told Andrew Garfield, you're amazing. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did a good job. Like, their banter wasn't really corny. It was honestly, like, sweet when they were talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was cool. And I thought, like, when they were, like, cracking each other's bags and, like, Tobey Maguire's obviously a lot older than them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, like, what happens to Spider-Man when he, like, grows up, which also is kind of an interesting story, because you can't be doing this forever. Yeah, for real. You which he's, old. like, the youngest superhero, because the rest of them are kind of old, but the, they're gods and wizards. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he's literally, like, a teenager. One. Yeah. Which is wild. I do think yeah. they're going to do a Young Avengers, because more and more, like, young heroes are kind of being brought in, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, like, this, the Black Widow. And mm-hmm. I didn't see that one. I also didn't see um, Captain America's Civil War. It's so long and so boring. Is it? <laughs> that's like, the first so one boring. where Spider-Man comes in. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's maybe why I'm missing a, a good chunk of like a him. But I'm just yeah. like, 
because they do hint so at his boring. his like intelligence in that movie oh, okay. for sure but that's like the closest they don't really do the origin story but they show like tony stark like finding peter parker and being like you're spider-man i, I forget how he knows he like has footage or something um mm. and he, he knows and then they talk about like and that, that set up the whole arc of like tony stark as his mentor figure yeah um i liked yeah. all the mentor like he he's had different mentor figures over the years and that's why like it's interesting he's kind of stripped of those but i think the two older spider-men as like mentors for him is really cool to see like yeah different versions of him there was a lot of so willem dafoe probably had the best performance i think andrew garfield also had like maybe second best Mm -hmm. there were so many like emotionally heavy moments and obviously the biggest thing was like that aunt may death which like oh see i was gonna say yeah that wasn't emotional for me because like it felt like she needed to die already well yeah did she survive so long in these movies which is not nice (laughs) i mean you're not wrong (laughs) i still was so I, I had that, like, kind of spoiled for me before I saw it. Oh, okay. Um, which doesn't help. But I do think it was interesting because you're right. Like, that had to happen at some point. Like, it was necessary. Mm-hmm. And especially once she did the great responsibility line, like, that's clear that that means she's going to die. Like, that's just how Spider-Man goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I still thought the acting, like, the performance. Oh, yes. Like, yes, the yes. whole scene played out and was very heavy. And then the rooftop with the Spider-Man and, like, I just think they brought, like, especially Toby and Andrew brought a lot of acting mm-hmm. level that, like, mo- a lot of MCU movies don't get. And they, they didn't, ha- like, it was enough for them to agree to be in the movie that people would be excited about it. But especially Andrew Garfield, it felt like a redemption or second chance for him because so many people hated on his movies. And I think he's a great actor. I think those movies didn't have as strong of, like, scripts and everything. Yeah. But he's really good in everything I've seen him in. And so... I think, like, he brought a lot of good emotional acting. I love the redemption moment when he saves uh, Zendaya. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. It was so good. It yeah. was so good. It was really good. Uh, yeah, that was that was nice. He's like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he seems so sad. Yeah. He's really I know, good. And he, and he had, like, the worst story. Like, not right. even, like, writing, but, like, his girl died he like his whole thing was like sad so yeah (laughs) he didn't have any like redeeming you know he his best friend was immediately a villain like Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like dang he has like the he had the word like in comparison when you see all three Mm -hmm. of them like yeah and so maybe that's why tom has his best friend and a girl because andrew people didn't like it he he didn't have a best friend he didn't have a girl so maybe that's why they were like oh we can't like yeah (laughs) give him like such a hard beginning because people aren't gonna you know like it for sure but yeah he is a good actor i haven't seen like he went on like a a lot of his like indie films i've seen yeah but like he was doing like the big you know the war films and i was just like that's not for me but oh yeah and see that's where it's like for his performance i still feel like it might be because i haven't seen that one either i forget what it's called but I feel like... Is it Dunkirk? We were arguing about no, arguing. We were... I don't think it was Dunkirk. Let me look him up. Let me pull up that IMDb. Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just... I really do like him. I even, like... <clears throat> I need to watch more of his indie stuff. You've seen Under the Silver Lake. No, that's an A24 one, though, right? Yeah. Or it might be Neon. Hmm. Gotcha. Or Axel Ridge, right? 
Hacksaw Ridge. That's the war one? I have not seen that one. Yeah. I guess it was good. It was directed by that guy who's really famous. No, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> is it? Who is it produced by? Give us two. Okay, Silver Lake? Is produced by, yeah. Um, A24, you are right. That was right. And then Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix. It's like people seem to be really into it. Have you seen that? I haven't watched it yet. No, and I, I mean, I don't know a lot about musicals. Apparently his performance is like a spot on performance okay. of that actual person. But yeah, I don't the know. guy who wrote uh, Rent. Rent, yeah. My voice. Do you hear this? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do hear <clears throat> your voice. <laughs> Take a drink. He was good in Social Network. <clears throat> yes. Loved him in Social Network. Um, I might watch that. He was in The Other Bowling Girl. Who was he in that? People say Boy A. He's really good in that one, I think. Boy A. Oh, 2007. Social Network. Oh, he out here acting. That's what I'm saying. Breathe, I guess he's really good in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I just I like, like him. him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is he <laughs> our favorite? Is he American? No, he's British. Is he our <laughs> favorite white guy? Over Tom? He, I, I he might be. Say. I'm, I've been really enjoying Tom. I like Tom more now that he's with Zendaya because I like them <laughs> together. Zendaya <laughs> yeah. brought him up a lot. Um, which makes it tough. Oh, that's funny. But am I wrong? Because have you seen their interviews? They're so cute. She's They're so cute. bubbly and excited around him. I know. So she likes him. That's, she it's she cute. likes him a lot. And he's more, he's, because he, like you said, he's an adult man, but he seems like a kid. But I feel like he's been more confident <laughs> and more like, like, this is who I am recently. Because yeah. so you cool. have to. Do you yeah. see her? Yeah, you got to keep up with that. Not to boil her down to her appearance i apologize but well she's, she's stunning and yeah she is stunning. fantastic <laughs> and so them together is just it's it's great for him because he needs that kind of like growth and it's great mm -hmm. for her because she can be like silly and giggly and like and fun yeah you know yeah have you seen um is a clip i should have sent it to you on instagram that i've seen of her and Issa Rae having an interview and Issa Rae goes how does it feel every morning to just wake up and look in the mirror and go, excuse my language, like, these bitches never stand a chance or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> like, That's really good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So she just starts laughing. And it's like, true. Like, do you, do you see you? Do you see, like, you're getting in these, you're in movies, you're killing the game. Which is just For nice else. to hear, I'm sure, um, from, like, your peers. But... Yeah, what else happens? Um, I think I think Zendaya and Ned do a really good I don't know his name, so I apologize. Do a really oh, good job in the um, movie too. I wanna I feel like it's Jacob. Batalone. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Right? Jacob Batalone. Yeah. Sounds right. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So Zendaya and Jacob, I think mm -hmm. they do a really good job. Um What else? Do you like um or do you think so? The movie ends, and I do think that he's Tom Holland has signed on for another like three to six movies, which can either mean like an appearance in an Avengers movie or like another three films. Mm -hmm. um, and so this movie obviously ends with like they don't remember who he is, and he seemingly like kind of gives like he kind of lets Zendaya and and I guess I should call him MJ and Ned, but he lets them go, kind of like not remember him. Do you think 
how many movies before they bring her memory back and like they get back together? I say thirty minutes. Thirty minutes into the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. yeah, I feel like you can show a lot of you know time passing mm-hmm. in a short. You know what I mean? Like you can make it seem like years have passed in like ten seconds. So like I don't think we're gonna spend a ton of time on it because what would what would the audience get out of a whole you know movies without them being you know together personally that's how i'm thinking of it like so maybe actual time i don't know but like film time i'd say like 30 minutes gotcha i i think it'll be within the 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 first the next movie Mm -hmm. as well but i think it'll either be like it'll either be kind of played for laughs like kind of what you're saying and like pretty quickly he'll like need her for something and so she'll have to remember and like it'll be kind of like a funny moment or it'll be a very climactic moment at the end but i would love it if they like kept it going through a few movies and like really built into mm-hmm. it and also spider-man has had other love interests that they kind of could like use now like if they wanted to bring in um so like gwen stacy from Andrew, like emma stone's character is a different person that they haven't really yeah. introduced and then there's a few other like super powered um love interests um oh. like i think black cat and silk and maybe like silver something silver sable so they could bring in like whole new actresses Why and do it that way women superheroes animals or is that i don't just know no it's not it's not just you they're all animals right yeah there's got to be some psychological thing <laughs> <laughs> built into that <laughs> i don't know because like the trying to think like costumes powers like animal based powers kind of makes sense but i don't know yeah they have a lot of they have a lot of yeah like they're a black widow canary Mm -hmm. Catwoman. i'm assuming black cat is a cat i don't Mm -hmm. know who that is Mm -hmm. silk (laughs) seems like silk is like a spider also oh yep see (laughs) it's like it seems like an animal i have a feeling it's an animal Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm trying to, is there less all? is there less men? Because I'm only thinking Black Panther, Spider-Man, Hawkeye, I guess. There's also, I think there's a Hawkman and Hawkwoman, maybe? Hawkeye, but he doesn't... He's not a bird. <laughs> yeah, he's not a bird. He doesn't have bird powers. Yeah, and do hawks even have good eyes? They do, I think. Okay. Because they can see, know. like, like <laughs> mice in a field and they go get them, you know what I mean? Oh. They go get them. They go get them. They're like, uh, give me that. <laughs> um, and what else? I mean, I could talk. I mean, I'm sure I could bring up more scenes and talk about it more, but yeah, overall, I, really I liked just it. it was, yeah, I think it was a good balance of humor and emotion. Mm-hmm. And then also, as always, I think Marvel does a good job with like story building. So obviously, this like rolls right into the next Doctor Strange. Um, I also thought it was funny when Doctor Strange was like, "You didn't ask." If you could be, <laughs> mm-hmm. admit it, you just like took defeat and was like, I'm going to change the world. Like, this was your. <laughs> this is the plan. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? I thought, yeah. I think the redesign of Jamie Foxx's character is probably just because Jamie Foxx is like, I'm not going to be blue in another movie. <laughs> yeah. Or ugly in another movie. I'm not movie. doing all that. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? 
the fighting on the Statue of Liberty. Oh, you said this, but it, like all the other Spider-Mans, Tom Holland anyway, have not been in New York. So mm-hmm. this is like the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like because he well in the very first in the the Homecoming one, he's. I mean, if he, it's like he's in the suburbs because it's like, and he goes to dc for that trip the school trip yeah yeah it was yeah Washington most Monument. of the action was in dc <clears throat> and then he's on like there's another action scene on like the ferry boat if you remember he like mm. and then he fights in the air with the vulture and then at the dance he's like suburbs kind of and then yeah on like coney island is like where it ends and but it's just like explosions and fire yeah <clears throat> um but then yeah and the second one obviously he's in europe so now we're back in new york New York, baby, big city. Baby. Oh, bing which bong. the own bing bong. <laughs> they needed to bring that into the Spider-Man movies. Um, will it be? End. Will it be dead by the time the oh, movie comes out? Oh, for sure. Out? But they'll still put it in because remember in Black Panther they did a what are those joke. Ooh, I don't like, know how that got part through. part of that movie. <laughs> I don't know how that got through. They need to like dub over that they need yeah, to yeah like, they need to cut that out of existence <laughs> yes like with the starbucks cup in yeah. uh game of thrones just erase just edit it. it out. i mean on disney yeah. plus at least edit that out of there <laughs> don't put that in um the only other thing i was going to say and then we should move on to recommendations real quick is mm-hmm. the j jonah jameson and like bringing back um um why am i blanking on jk simmons yes bringing his character in Really oh, fun. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And what I said to some to Monisha, I think, like, I know that media has always been sensationalized, but seeing that character be like all fake news and like um, fear mongering headlines and everything, mm-hmm. I was like, this is hitting a little differently after like the past five years of our lives. So yes, that was like cool to have in there, but also I was like, it was so frustrating. But I was like, this is so real. Like, this is what Tucker Carlson does, and it's like mm-hmm. so frustrating. Yes, I and he reminded me of that the other guy that doesn't really have Alex, I think his name might be. Oh, um Jones. If you yeah, yeah, and if you Google his name, look at his job title or like his description. It's so funny. Alex Jones. Oh now it's the, it changed. Far right uh, radio the, host and prominent conspiracy the, theories. Yeah, the last time I looked it up it just said conspiracy theorist <laughs> <laughs> under his name and I thought that was funny. That's his job. Like that's that's his job. Yeah. It's like when you're on The Bachelor and it like says your name, age, and occupation, and like half yeah. of them are fake. Like it's not really what their job is, yeah. and it just says conspiracy theorist. My, what would mine would probably also say conspiracy theorist or like avid capital capitalism hater or something yeah. like. If you were like on The that. Bachelor, that's what it would say. <laughs> they would not. Doesn't let you do that. believe in money. <laughs> <laughs> Thinks money is fake. Um, it oh, kind of we just funny. printed it up one day. Yes. Um, so we like the movie. Go see it. Recommendation: We recommend you see that. Yes, it was good. Uh, Jarrell went to sleep during the film, so I was very oh. upset. Okay, well he does. Very that. upset. <laughs> I'm like, that's the one thing I need in a relationship is someone to go see movies with. You can't fall asleep. Yeah, that's not allowed. Yes. Um. Okay. Recommendations. Let's do it. Um, I don't have a ton. I want. I want to watch Encanto. Seems fun. Another Disney movie. Yes. Um, the music seems really good. It's Lin Manuel Miranda. He can make good music when he writes it, you know, even though he can't sing it. Um, but <laughs> um, and it looks good. Uh, the R&B playlist I put on here because you brought it up at some point and maybe we, before we recorded, and I just would love R&B recommendations and playlists from you at some point. Yeah. Can I? 
this is me being an old woman. Mm-hmm. I can like make a playlist on Spotify and then just like send it to you, right? Yeah, you can even make it. Yeah, you can send me a, a playlist you've made, and you can also make it like collaborative, where like like I could add songs and that works too but i think it's easiest if you just like send me the link and i'll just like favorite the playlist or follow it or whatever okay yeah Ooh, but yeah then make a collaborator you can send me mm-hmm, r&b mm-hmm. music you find exactly um okay cool and then the last um, thing cause i really don't have a lot because i think spider-man was like the last big thing i tuned into um music festivals i don't know what covid's gonna be like through the summer but i haven't been to a concert in a while mm. and i might try to do a music fest this year i don't know but the Forecastle Music Festival in Louisville, Kentucky, came out, and mm-hmm. I'm digging it. Um, it's obviously got Jack Harlow as a big headliner, and there's a lot of rap on this on this uh, lineup, and I think it's the Jack Harlow effect that like he brought a lot of big names to Louisville for this, and it's like more rap than normal. But you've also got um, Earl Sweatshirt's on here, and I think he'd be really cool to see live. My girl Phoebe Bridgers, Six Lack. Remember our boy Six Slack? I don't. I don't know that one. Black. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I see. I see. How dare you? Um, Paris, Texas. My top song of my Spotify Wrapped was a Paris, Texas song. Yeah, you said it was like kind of like. It's like heavy metal, but workout. with rap. Yeah, because yeah. it's like intense. It's like okay. you're yeah. pumped up. Um, Tyler the Creator, Black Pumas. Um, Tame Impala always headline in festivals. Yeah, I feel like he really does go to every fest. Like. He's at at least one of the big festivals every year, it feels like. Yeah. But yeah, so I might go. I don't know. It's the first, like, lineup I've seen for the year. Okay. And like I said, I, just, I, I, I do already have a few concert tickets for the March of 2022. So I'll be, mm-hmm. like, going to concerts kind of again. Who um, are you going to go see? I'm seeing uh, Amine. Amine. Mm-hmm. I, I say it both ways every time. I, don't, I say Amine. Amine. I don't know. I think it is Amine. I'm seeing Amine, and I'm seeing I'm actually seeing Claro, who is also on this list. I might see there's an artist named Andy Schaff that is like a singer songwriter. Like he's not really like a strong singer. He kind of just like tells stories while he's singing. Mm-hmm. But he happened to give me an existential crisis while li- listening to him oh, driving no. at like 11 p.m. one time. And so I kind of might go see him in person. <laughs> Wait, you wanna go, you wanna continue yeah, your? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> You really hit me in my soul, and I was like, okay, well, that that was kind of heavy. I, maybe I, what am I doing with my life? And so, uh, I'm going to go see him. Fun. That's it. <laughs> What's that other guy who is um, big on existential crisis comedy? What's his name? Existential crisis comedy. Uh, and he makes music, but he's a comedian. Bill. Oh. What's his name? Um, uh, shoot. Why am I blanking on his name? He had the Netflix special. Oh, uh, yeah. Ba, um, Bo Burnham. <laughs> Bo Burnham. His um, TV show's on Netflix. Have you seen that? The, like, Zach Fox is going to be famous? Yeah. No, I, I remember. That's, like, an old show. And I remember yeah. people saying that it's good <laughs> and it's found on Netflix. So, no. Yeah. Add it to my list, why don't we? Yes. I'm going to. I might watch that today. I don't know. I don't feel like. It looked funny. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be Fox. good. But it'll it'll be, like, older his older humor was, I think, more shock value, too. Mm, some of the not. Um, well, I have a few recommendations. I've been watching, obviously, a ton of Christmas movies. Mm, so yes. just recommend them. They're fun. Uh, I think the newest one that I've seen that I enjoyed was called Boxing Day. It was, like, British, but black British, so kind of, like, okay. African-inspired. Um, and it was really good. It was cute. 
Um, so I think I think Anna would like it if she likes like. Does she like like cute romantic comedies? And she does. Okay, yeah. Maybe next Christmas. <laughs> it's cute. I might watch it again today. Um, Boxing Day. What else? Night Teeth. Um, that came out a while ago. It was cute. It was like Blade meets like a teen comedy type thing, but I enjoyed okay. it. Um, fun. Yeah. Uh, Emily in Paris. As much as people like to hate on it. Yeah. Um, I think it's fun. I think it's light. I think it's the lightness we need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in the world, I hate that people are like, it's so, the acting is so bad. The acting is perfectly fine. The writing is perfectly fine. The outfits are perfectly fine. Like, why can't you just let people enjoy stuff? Ugh, okay. Sorry. Midnight Mass. Someone should watch it. Who? Who hasn't seen it yet? Uh, I feel like you haven't seen it yet. And it's you. so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um. I watched an old movie called Waiting to Exhale. Have you heard of that? No. It's like um, Whitney Houston, Angela, Angela Bassett, uh, two other women that I know their names, but I'm blanking. But it's like an old, like, classic black film. And it came out on my birthday in 1995. So look at that. Um, nice. That means anyway. it's special, actually. Yeah. No, it, it kind of does. I, yeah. I do. I do think um, that. Don't Look Up. I, I'd love to talk about that with you okay, um, and just get your thoughts on it. And then this is not a recommendation, but I've had my hair locked for five years. So oh. woo, it's my anniversary. Clap, clap, clap. clap Do you clap, get anything clap. in the mail for that? Like, did they send you something? No, but oh. I like my hair. And <laughs> Maybe I'll send you something. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and it's just fun. It's a commitment. So it's like, this is like probably the longest relationship i've had with something (laughs) and it's been successful so i'm happy about it (laughs) good i'm glad congrats to you a lot of big things birthday lock anniversary movies Um, zach fox is on here did you say zach fox the the zach fox isn't that what that thing on oh i i read that as the the rapper comedian zach fox wait is it, it it might not be called zach fox no i think it is zach stone is zach stone Zach Stone, okay. <laughs> Zach, you know who I'm talking about when I say Zach Fox, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The um, that guy, that funny guy. He's funny. He's Bo like, Burnham. Kind of like a problematic man child that I love. Yes, and I appreciate when um, people stand in their problematicness, like I try to do. Like when yeah. I have an a not great thought, I don't try to hide it from the world. I'm allowed to not have great thoughts. Yeah. Like someone like shamed so. me for a thought I had when I was definitely telling them a story about when I was 11. And I was like, what we're not going to do is use 28 year old logic on my 11 year old self. Like, yeah, I think that's I'm unfair. sure we all had odd thoughts when we were 11 mm-hmm. and I was just sharing and I didn't appreciate that. But anyway, Any, anything else before we say goodbye to the lovely people? No, enjoy your new year. Enjoy the new year. Yes. Get out there and um, do something about it. Yeah. That's what I say. All right. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Do something. All right. Bye.